Welcome to the third episode of Thought Knowledge Insight, where we cover a coaching profile with Lynn Bicker. In this episode, Lynn, we're looking at who and how do you coach. So my first question to you, Lynn, is what are your coaching specialities? I guess if I think about my clients past and current, I work in three areas, really. I work with people who are leading change or perhaps are in a new role. So it's about change for them personally. I work with people who have leadership responsibility and want to be better at leadership. They want to be um, inspiring their people more than, than perhaps they currently are. And I work with people who want to perhaps move up the organization, so improve their own performance in some way. Or maybe it's about getting the best out of their team. So in a sense, that's change and leadership and performance. Those are the three areas that I focus on. And what different methods do you use for coaching? I use a number of different ways in coaching. What I've done most of is face-to-face coaching. And certainly with senior people, that's something that they appreciate. And I find it very, very easy, if you like, to understand how they're reacting to the questions that I'm asking or the work that they're doing because of their body language, because of their face, because of the way their eyes change. So that's that's one way in which I work. Increasingly, I'm doing a lot of phone coaching and this works really well, too, because in a funny sort of way, um, you can be a bit like a laser when you're phone coaching because you can't see the body language. You pick up on things that have not been said or where the gaps are and you can hone in on those. So interestingly, I, I must admit, when I first started phone coaching, I didn't think it would work, but actually it works extremely well. So that's something I'm doing more of. Micro coaching is something that we're just beginning to do, and that's very focused on what people want to achieve uh, in terms of their their overall goals. So, for example, they might have a 10 minute session um, early in the morning or at any time during the day to suit themselves, really, but to get them back on track. So that's very focused. It's very much about what they're working on and how they've made progress or whether they're stuck and what they can do. And again, it's amazing how much work you can do in a 10 minute session. And then finally, we are introducing online coaching, which is something a number of our clients have wanted for some time. And this will give us the opportunity to offer them coaching anytime, any place, a bit like the Martini advert, um, with a response within a defined uh, amount of time. And we anticipate that that's going to be a big part of our coaching work in the future. I'm sure everyone would agree that a safe pair of hands is absolutely essential for successful coaching. So how does your experience and qualification as a coach provide this? There are so many now different ways of becoming a qualified coach. Certainly, I'm a member of professional organisations and I keep myself very up to speed with what's going on in the coaching world. And a number of my colleagues, too, have uh, different memberships or different qualifications I think it's important, especially because there are so many people out there who claim to be a coach but have never actually qualified and don't have very much experience. It it does seem really important to have that degree of professionalism, um, which the client can absolutely rely on. And finally, for now, Lynn, what's been your biggest coaching challenge? My biggest personal coaching challenge was working with someone at the very top of an organisation. This person delightful client in all sorts of ways but had a huge breadth of responsibility he really did have to think about oh something like nine thousand employees so 
you can imagine the uh, the challenges there were and the politics that went around that were quite astounding really but we worked on two things one of them was very much about his communication style and certainly he was someone who in a one-to-one -one situation was very understandable um, he had a good style when he got in front of an audience he became somewhat wooden and uh, less inclined to make contact with the people in his audience so that was one area that we worked on and very successfully the other area for him was about instigating and leading big change projects obviously he would have people who were uh, project managers or program managers but he was the person who made things happen in so many different ways and worried about them and found that he had a different appetite for change than some of his colleagues so again we worked on that in terms of how he could be persuasive, be influential, and let his real style come through. And both of those were very successful for him. Thank you, Lynn. And in the next episode, we'll be covering why do people need a coach? So don't forget to subscribe using the link on our website. Okay.